Welcome to Give It to the Sherpa. How much relationship baggage is your Sherpa carrying? Our poor Sherpa's knees are buckling. Join us as we lighten the load, navigating real relationships with humor and zest. Before I give it to the Sherpa. Hello. And uh, <clears throat> say, just right up front, um, some housekeeping. Yes. As my other podcaster would say. Um, we gotta we gotta tell our friends. We gotta share the podcast. We gotta tell our friends. We gotta invite others to listen to the podcast if you enjoy it. Um, because the funny thing is that for our um, engagement podcast, we had a whole bunch of plays, and then uh, since then it's kind of been been back down again. Yeah, there's so, a lot of excitement about that. Mm-hmm. People were talking about that one. They were, and a lot. Most people enjoyed it. I mean, most people. Well, I mean, maybe just, you just need to do outstanding things like that for me all the time, and then people <laughs> want to hear how great you are. Yeah, that's right. And actually, it was yeah. What was it? What was it called? What was it called when we were at the co-op yesterday? They just said everyone in town is talking about it. Yeah, the, about my rock star proposal. Your rock said. star proposal. Yes. <laughs> Why are you asking me if you know what it was called? <laughs> So, um, and I said, well, you better be on your toes, honey. You think, you think it's just... Honey, you don't have it in you to plan something like that again. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. You missed your shot, ladies. Yes. Sorry. Um, yeah, but, um, but really, if you do like the podcast and uh, get something out of it, think it's funny, um, tell your friends about it. Yeah. And get other, let's get, get something going here. Yeah. I have a housekeeping item. Okay, go ahead. Well, if, do you have more? No. Oh, I just had this note, and I don't know if you I had to think about what the note is. My note just says, longest prayer making toast when you're already eating. <laughs> do you remember that? No. No, of course you don't. Because we like to pray before we eat. Uh-huh. And usually the prayer is, is fairly, it's a quicker prayer, usually. Yeah. Especially if you haven't eaten. <laughs> then it's like... Thank you, God. You know, bless the kids. Watch over us. And but it's it tends to be a shorter. And then you were like on your second round of toast, and I hadn't eaten yet. And it was like, well, are we gonna pray? And then all of a sudden, it was like a ten minute prayer session, and I was like, you've already had one round of toast, and I'm starving. So if we could, I don't want to ever hurry our prayers, but. I just thought yeah. that was funny because all of a sudden you had all kinds of things to talk to God about. <laughs> well, <laughs> partly, part of it was that I was probably on a sugar high because have you seen my cinnamon toast? <laughs> I think it's called uh, sugar with a little bread. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's bad. It's like two inches of sugar with a dash of cinnamon. It's not even cinnamon toast. It's sugar toast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, I don't know, and I don't know if you remember this, but we were kind of being a little passive aggressive at one point. Well, what time would that be? <laughs> and uh, cuz I I had made a comment about when I'm tired, like you being super cheery around me is you know, it's just a little too much. And so, yeah, happiness is just too much for you. <laughs> and uh, so then I found, so then I was going to turn the tables yes. and you came home from work and I, you know, acted super hyper and, and crazy and stuff like that. And then, uh, what was my quote? Then you said, oh yeah, you're just acting like that. And then my, I said, well, 
I don't have enough energy to be happy, but I do have enough energy to act happy to annoy you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I didn't fall for that. I was like, okay, I'm happy now. And then you're like, oh, this backfired on me. (laughs) (laughs) But our, um, our topic today is 15 things... To make you have the best relationship of your life. Yeah, you're running this this one. I am... Uh, to make you. To make me have my best relationship of my life. Yeah. Make me. Yeah, force you into it. I will not be controlled. <laughs> Number one. So there's 15. I don't know if we'll get through all of them. That's a lot. Yeah, but we'll see. Do you have to do all 15 or just a couple of them? Well, we'll how about we start and then... If we get to about seven and a half, and it's, 20, well, it's 30 minutes. People leave you with the cliffhanger. <laughs> then we'll finish up with the next one. So try to, the first one is, well, here, let me just read the intro here. This is by uh, a woman named Carol Morgan. Well, it's by a woman, so I already trust it. She's uh, a doctor. Is trust her even more. Communication professor. Even more. Dating relationship and success coach, TV oh. personality, speaker, and author. Okay. So she says... She sounds very credible. We have all grown up watching movies where women are princesses, men are their knights in shining armor, and perfect couples ride off into the sunset and live happily ever after. But no one actually teaches us the things we need to do to live happily ever after. So that's where I come in. Here are 15 things you can do if you want to have the best relationship of your life. Number one. Try to talk with your partner about how you impact each other. It says, no one is a mind reader, and some people aren't very good at knowing how their behavior affects other people. So you need to tell each other. Well, you tell me all the time. I know, because I'm trying to have the (laughs) best relationship of my life. Not only the negative impacts, but the positive as well. If you want your partner to change something, gently ask without criticism. Oh, can you repeat that line again? If you want your partner to change something, gently ask without criticism. Mm. If you think your partner's awesome, tell them. Thank them. Keep the lines open. I think you're awesome. <laughs> Check. Got <laughs> <laughs> taken care of. No, um, this is, this, yeah, what do we say about this? You should be able to read my mind. Yeah. Women don't want to tell. They want men to know. When you tell, it takes everything. I mean, I know we have to, and I know it's all about communication. Mm-hmm. But sometimes women don't want to have to tell. Well, I'm always amazed because sometimes you'll be upset and, uh, and I'm like racking my brain. Okay, what could she be? I'm gonna figure this out. I'm I'm not an idiot. Okay, so I start to think. Well, maybe she's upset about, you know, I took the bigger cookie, or I, I threatened to eat her carrot. Or you cookie. just ate the cookie and I didn't get any cookie. That might be something. No, I didn't. I was going to eat your character cookie, but then remember. I said, don't eat my character cookie. Yeah. Yeah. And then you split it with me. So that was nice. Yeah. And then when I left you. When? When you came home from work, I left it on your table. I snuck in your house and I said, here, you can have this. Yeah. That was a different character cookie. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, so anyways, we have to have open lines of communication. Yep, yep. So, um, but yeah, sometimes I'll try to figure out what you're upset about. And uh, I come up with a couple things that I think are reasonable. You know, I ate half her character cookie. I, I don't know, didn't... Does everybody know what a character cookie is? Oh, maybe not. I don't think people know what a character cookie is. <laughs> it's a sugar cookie from Herman's Bakery with about four inches of frosting on the top, made to look like a duck or a cow. Yeah. But it's a big pile of frosting, <laughs> and they are delicious and amazing, and nobody should eat mine. Yeah. Yeah. And they're called character Sometimes they're a pig. Sometimes they're a frog. Yeah. Yeah. The cows and the chickens are the best because they're white. Mm. And they cost like $3.50 cookie. They're very yeah. expensive. Yeah. Yeah. So don't eat my character cookies. <laughs> <laughs> and so then I, uh, so I'll come up with a list of three things that I sound reasonable. And then when you finally do tell me, it's totally different. <laughs> it's just totally wrong. Just couldn't be more wrong. Couldn't be more wrong. <laughs> You're coming along nicely, honey. <laughs> So Okay, what's the next one? We got it. Communication and tell you you're awesome. Okay. When okay. you get in a fight, try to see the situation as if you're an outsider looking in. Mm. Try to step outside yourself and view the conflict as an objective outsider. This depersonalizes it and helps you to see your partner's point of view. Most people have a me versus you attitude when it comes to fighting. Not me. I have a me versus me attitude. They view it as a battle against the enemy. This could not be more destructive. Instead, have a we or team mentality. You're both in this relationship together, so you have to come up with solutions together. Stepping back and looking at it from an objective perspective helps tremendously. Hmm. Yeah. I feel like the longer we've been together, we're sliding into the more me versus you versus the we. Do you think that when we argue? Wait, it's, it's a three-way? Me versus you versus we? You should fight as we. I should fight as we? We what? should fight as we. <laughs> okay, yeah. We should fight as we. I agree with that. Yeah, but I feel like we're sliding into, maybe just because things are so stressful right now. Yeah, maybe. But I, I, I've noticed the last couple of disagreements we've had, they've been much more, each of us digging our heels in more than our early fights. Probably when we were on our best behavior. Yeah. When we were more... We focus. I mean, I still think we're we focused. Yeah. Well, I think, I think, so number two is when you get in a fight, try to see this situation as if you're an outsider looking in. So be objective, sort of be logical. And I feel like this one would bite you more than it would bite me. Bite me? Why would it bite me? Well, because remember when you got so upset with me yesterday because I got confused and didn't know which car was ours? And you bit my head off? (laughs) Well, there was a lot leading up to that. I said, there was a white SUV in the parking lot. And I said, oh, yeah, here, here it is. And man, you got mad. You said, that's our car. That's our car. That's our car right there. First of all, there was a lot more leading up to that. And then I knew where our car was. So I was walking towards it. And you were like, "That's, that's not our car. And I'm like, what is that noise? Oh. Are you using a fidget spinner? Yes. During our podcast. Sorry. Okay. And you... Can I take a drink, Your Majesty, during our <laughs> podcast? Or is that a, not allowed either? 
I'm just kidding. No, anyways, there was a lot leading up to that, but you yeah. you were yeah, anyways, I didn't bite your head off. You okay. Said, so Number you'll th- still be wearing it. <laughs> Number three. Invite your part are you on Facebook during our podcast? <laughs> I'm on my text message. I had a very, um, it's launch day, so there's still communications coming for work. Okay. So, sorry. It's almost 20 to 8. Invite your partner to build more closeness by practicing empathy daily. Mm. Empathy is key to every relationship. This is the ability to see the other person's point of view and show them that you value how they feel. You don't have to agree with them. You just have to allow them to feel what they feel without making them wrong. One empathy game you can play is reflecting back on each other's words and feelings. This allows you to check your perceptions and helps your partner feel heard. So when you were saying, this is our car, this is our car, this is our car, this is our car. That's how I saw <laughs> Then I should reflect back on that. Yeah, I can see. I can see how... Wait, I, I don't get it. I should, re- <laughs> I should reflect on that back. No, basically what you should do, and I'll use a good example. I should reflect let, back on your words and your feelings. Let me use a better example. Okay. So I've been working a lot. Yeah. And that's hard on our relationship and and hard on you. Mm-hmm. So I need to reflect back on that to say, to understand, like, he probably is feeling a little neglected. So I should have empathy for you and be like, well, how would I feel if you were super busy and I wasn't getting attention or something? So mm-hmm. I need to acknowledge that. I see. So that's probably a better example than, this is our car. This is our car. This one. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a good idea. Uh Numero five. Oh, no, four. Tune into your emotions and see if you can each share what you need most. It doesn't help to repress your emotions. It might make your relationship seem peaceful, but it's like trying to hold a beach ball underwater forever. You can't do it. Eventually, it's going to come back up and probably in an explosive manner. So both people need to keep their emotions in check and continuously share them with their partner. That way, nothing will be a surprise or get buried for a long time. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. This one's tricky because um, obviously you do need to repress your emotions, emotions sometimes. Yeah, not in the moment. You, if you're feeling angry, you can't in the moment lash out. Yeah, or if somebody does um, something that is like really bothers you, but you're at the store or you're you know at dinner someplace you can't talk about but the store parking lot is fine (laughs) the minute you're out of the store the emotions are free then it's fair game (laughs) (laughs) but so i guess so that's why we've tried to implement this check-in system yeah our sunday night check-ins yeah which we've been having on Monday nights because Sunday nights we've been too tired or busy. Yeah. But yeah, it's the, better. Yeah. It's definitely better. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, right. Okay. Be Number five, be mindful of the fact that emotional damage can derail relationships. 
It could be cheating. It could be ignoring your partner's feelings. It could be withholding affection. Emotional damage can take any form, and they deliver brutal blows to relationships. So if there was an emotional injury that took place between the two of you, talk about it. Fix it. Don't ignore it. That will only make it worse. Now, can I just make a comment about this woman? Yes. This is, uh, of course, there's a mountain of good stuff here. This is all great advice. But she's treating it like, like very logically. Yeah, very clinically. Like yeah. if, there's an emo- if there's emotional damage, fix it. Well, that is virtually impossible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, yes. I'm sorry, honey. Did I break your heart? Well, let's just fix it right up and now we'll move on. <laughs> like that's not, there's nothing practical there. Because no. when you have a wound, if even um, a, a, a hurt or something that maybe your partner didn't even mean to do or your feelings got hurt or something like that, but it hurts at a soul level. Mm-hmm. Like a heart level, or, or you know, it moves the arrow, like we say. Like it, you can't. How do you just fix that? Just yeah. fix it. Oh, just just listen to reason. <laughs> just listen to reason. In fact, who did, was it? Descartes or somebody said, "The heart has reasons that reason doesn't know." Number six. Number six. <laughs> That's way too deep for me at this point. But no, I get it. That, yeah. that you can't. Yeah. The heart wants what the heart wants. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Don't take your relationship for granted. So this is number seven. Cherish and honor your connection. Do we miss six? Nope. Oh, yes. Number six. Discuss your main relationship goals for the next year and see if you can find ways to achieve them. Oh, I've been saying that. We Why are you making a, a stabbing motion with your hand? <laughs> Towards me. <laughs> no. Yeah. You've been wanting to do goals. I have been wanting... Well, not even goals. Just a relationship vision statement. Yeah. And we've been so busy that we have not had a chance to do it. I know. It's so bad. Life is so busy. I know we can't say so busy, but it's just... I mean, I have I have comments about that, but for off the air. Oh, great. Can we please do it on there? You're so much nicer on there. Oh, I'm like this all the time, audience. No, it's, um, I mean, you're the busy one, right? You're the busy one. I am the busy one, yes. No. Just this time in my life. And and we've talked in the past about how being busy is kind of a badge of honor. No, you know? I don't want to get into this discussion right now. I'm, I'm not going to. Okay. I'm just saying, we, we know the concept that it's kind of a competition who's the busiest. And so I'm tempted to feel like uh, sort of threatened or not as good because I'm not as busy as you. Oh. But we all know why my life isn't busy. Because you've spent years making it so easy that you're not busy. Exactly. Fine-tuning. Just trimming out the things, plucking out the things I don't like, adding in a new one, trying out. If I like it, keep it. But then something else has got to go. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I'm just so bored all the time. (laughs) (laughs) No. It's a fine line. Uh, Number seven, cherish and honor your connection. Don't take your relationship for granted. 
It's sacred, so treat it that way. Mm, that's a good one. Too many times so we get important. too comfortable and stop trying to make our partner happy. This doesn't work. Honor what you have, cherish it. And above all, communicate to your partner that you value their presence. It's, that's in your so life. important because as people stay together longer, it's easy to take each other for granted and not and not make the other person feel special and cherished. Kind of treating your relationship like you would treat a most valuable belonging that you have. Like a big bag of candy, for example. Or your bike. Yeah. <laughs> or something like it's a person mm-hmm. so it should be even better but like i think as humans we we fall into a rut mm-hmm. and so then it's hard to treat your because your partner's just always there and life's happening and so that you forget how to go out of your way for them or to make them feel special as life and time go on. So that is such a good reminder to kind of take a step back and, and realize what a blessing that your partner is and how lucky you are. So that that's I like that's a really good one. Because mm-hmm. the minute that you get you fall into take for granted mode, that never ends well. No. Yeah, I just talked to a member today that's getting divorced after twenty five years. Mm. And I'm like Wow. He's like, yep, she just came home one day and said she doesn't want to be married anymore. And I'm thinking, I'm not thinking that's how that happened, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. I didn't get into details. I didn't, I didn't want to, yeah, it was, but I mean, there's probably stuff that leads up to that or they've just fallen into and they stopped cherishing and acknowledging and being grateful for the other person. Yeah. And as time goes by, that's kind of like fixing, you know, just fix it. Well, when time goes by and you've grown apart or you've grown, that is just dangerous territory. It's really dangerous. Yeah. That's why date nights are so important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyways. Yeah. Do you think that's more... The man's fault? Yes. I do. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Do you think um, that that's mo- more of a problem for, like, certain personalities or certain, like, gen- genders, for example? <laughs> or or do you think everyone is equally capable of... I mean, obviously, everyone's equally capable of taking things for granted. But do you think some personalities or men or women do it... More well, I, my 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 gut is saying men. Just I don't know why. But I've, I've then, got a re- I've got a rebuttal. Yeah. Yes, but then I think of the. I wish I could try to explain the drawing that you did for me of the icebergs, um, because I do think that you are probably better at some of the emotional stuff than me. Because I am, even though I am emotional, I am much more. Um, on, on, uh, unaware. I don't no. really like that word, unaware. Okay, no, no. I mean, maybe, uh, yeah, I don't like that word, unaware. It depends on what the context. Like, if you're unaware of what cars ours is in the parking lot or unaware of how you're feeling about something. 
Yeah, kind of like the way that I think of it is I'm uh, because I've spent so much time being introspective. Oh, you say that all the time. And what? And that makes you upset? Well, because that then then Pete Freud comes out and um, yeah. <laughs> Well, like, I have it all figured out, people, because I have spent so much time figuring this out. Okay, but is it impossible to imagine that oh. maybe, just maybe, I would have some experience with some of this after doing it nonstop for 10 years, 15 years? When you're only talking to yourself, you're only getting your own answers. You don't even know if it's right. Because you've just been, you haven't bounced it off anyone else. Okay, but there's certain things that are consistent between people, like guilt, or shame, or self-pity. I mean, those, all those emotions. Right. Like, if I recognize that in myself, I can recognize it in other people. Potentially. Maybe. I mean, I don't. I. I just. I just think that that's a broad generalization. I mean, humans are humans, so everybody has those same feelings. I do agree with that. I'm not arguing that fact that the human condition is is the same. Yeah. You know, but some people handle guilt differently or handle shame differently or it doesn't impact them as deeply as other people. So how you might process something is totally different how somebody else might process it, but you might feel that, well, the only real way to solve it is the way that you did it because that's what worked for you. But I don't go into fix-it mode. You know that as well as I do. You don't. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm, uh, all I'm saying is when I ask you what's wrong, you never know. Versus when you ask me what's wrong, I almost always know. Don't I? I might or, know or, and I might just be suppressing my emotions. have like three or four theories about what it could be. Well, you have a theory for everything. <laughs> That's what I, yeah, I agree with you. And I have a new theory on how they get the gum in the blow pop. <laughs> <laughs> I come up with a new theory on how to shuck Smarties. <laughs> yeah, and then I had a, another theory about maybe why my eye. Wait, what was my theory? This that one? your pillowcase is dirty. Oh yeah, <laughs> that the bacteria gets transferred. Who knows? You change your pillowcase every four days more than anyone I know. But maybe it's the pillowcase. I'm not, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. No. You. We do. I have. I have agreed to agree with you <laughs> <laughs> that from a, from the emotional level, you may have a little. You may be a little more in tune than me. That's all I'm willing to concede. <laughs> And and maybe maybe, you know, I'm I'm not. I like to offer advice and share my wisdom in inopportune moments. 
And yeah. so and so maybe that's why you sort you feel like resistant or or kind of defensive because even though it's like, hey Leanne, pick up that twenty dollars. No, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> you know, even if it would be in your own best interest, it's like your defense like like we all do. We get defensive. So anyway. So that was number seven. So we got through seven. We got through seven. I'm not sure how. I guess some of these are good. I, th- I think yeah. the one that I that stays with me the most is the um, nurturing, not taking for granted, and the cherishing the relationship. It's so important. Is that what that one was? Six. Uh, taking for granted. Yeah. 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 Not taking for granted. So that's a, that's a good one. The one that sticks with me is the criticism one. Talking about criticism. Criticizing your partner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. As much as you possibly can, <laughs> as often as you can. Yeah. No. So. so maybe we'll do the next, uh, the remaining eight for our next podcast. But but like we said, um, tell your friends, share the podcast. It's really easy on Facebook. Give us a topic. Yeah. 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 I would mm-hmm. love to have a topic. I, I, this is what I would I love wanted, to have a topic. This is what I wanted to discuss. Pete was in charge of the topic this time. Because we have decided we were going to do uh, weekly or bi-weekly check-ins. So we've set a wedding date. We've turned in the paperwork to the church. We're moving forward with this. Um, engagement photos. Engagement photos. Do we do engagement photos? Save the dates have to go out in December or early January. Do you do an engagement photo? Do we do engagement photos? Wait, what? Do we do engagement photos? Why are you I mean, staring at me like that? Well, I mean, is that... I don't get it. Is that different than a regular photo? Well, it's a photo with two people in it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... A lot of people do engagement photos. Remember we were at family dinner yesterday and somebody said, oh, I was out wondering if that was their engagement photo. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, are we going to do engagement photos? That's on the wedding check-in time. We have to discuss this. Oh, okay. So that that's a topic. I would say no. I mean... You don't even know what it is. <laughs> well, I mean... Is that different than our regular photo? <laughs> is that a Polaroid? Can we do a selfie of that? How about a 3D model? I'm getting into photogrammetry, honey. We could do a 3D model of us. That doesn't go with my theme. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you can superimpose it on a dollar horse. I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay well thanks everybody share the podcast tell your friends it's really easy to find us on um, iTunes but there won't be any photos of us <laughs> <laughs> on iTunes and Facebook and uh, Stitcher we yep. have a lot of Google people or Android people yep yep alright talk to you later bye bye <laughs>